Yo, how's it going? Welcome to episode 20 of Dealing with Stupidity, where uh, where we're going to try to change the world through mockery and stupid shaming. I am your host, Kevin, so get over it. For questions and comments, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Head over to the website, dealingwithstupidity.com, and hit the contact page, or hit me up on Twitter at DWStupidity. So how you guys doing so far this week? My week's been grand. Um, there we go. I hope yours is going swell. And, uh, oh, by the way, don't be afraid to email me. I'm not going to sell your email address or pawn it off to any other websites or anything. But anyway, seriously, questions and comments, throw them my way. Or insults, anything, whatever you want to say. That's fine with me. Anyway, let's just dive right into it this week. Mm. This week's class, I will be discussing uh, going out in public like you have some damn sense. All you slobs and idiots out there. You know, there's a few basic things in life that make one stand out uh, from everyone else that uh, shows pretty much what kind of person you are. And that's your appearance when you are out in public. I'm not talking about the guy wearing the $2,000 three-piece suit or the woman going to the store wearing an evening gown or even wearing whatever popular overpriced goofy-looking fashion at the time. I'm talking about... You know, the dirt-ass turd that's walking around in a t-shirt with an inappropriate slogan or the fat chick cut-off jeans where half her cellulite-ridden ass is hanging out of it. Are you people going to the fucking store in pajamas and slippers? (laughs) The slobs of the world, if you will. The low-life morons or what other adjective I can't come up with at the moment. Have some damn sense. Have a little bit, just a touch of class, people. First of all, let's get this one out of the way. Pull up your damn pants. I'm not talking about the gangster thug shit where wannabe rappers are walking around with their pants half-masked, even though that does deserve a shout-out. And, you know, you don't see that as much as you used to. I'm talking about the everyday run-of-the-mill slobs. You know, at least a little Tay-Tay is trying to make a fashion statement, but you slobs out there with your jeans sliding down your ass, showing off your shit streak, tidy whities you need to get some self... <laughs> you need to get some sense of self-consciousness, man. A little pride in yourself. You know, little things like get a get a damn belt. Showing your underwear is one thing, but, uh, you know, to have your ass crack displayed for the world to see is just low-rent slob, dude. Nobody wants to see your fat ass hanging out of your pants in line at the store. Or your shit-encrusted butt crack while in line while we're trying to buy groceries or we're at a fast food place trying to get something to eat. Don't want to see your doo-doo streaks, man. I I don't get that. You got to know your ass is... You got to feel the wind going down your butt crack. You got to know when you wiped your ass last. (laughs) I just don't get it. Wash your... (laughs) Wash your ass. Put some clean underwear on and get a damn belt. There are way too many people out there that don't realize they're disgusting, I suppose. But, um... If you know any like this, do them a favor and tell them to get their act together. I, I just I, I don't know. I, I bring that up in the store the other day, and I could see dude's fucking filthy underwear sticking out of his pants, back of his pants, and you could see a little bit brown stain happening. You gotta know, and he wasn't like a fucking bum. Bums have more sense. 
it's just fucking disgusting. I, it's just fucking disgusting. Disgusting? Yep, I said it. Disgusting. But, you know, I get maybe it's where I live. I see it way more often than a human being should. It's just, I, I just don't understand that. It's one of the things that I've, that I saw this week that just, I don't, I don't, I wanted to tap the guy on the shoulder and say, come on, man, please tell me. I I don't even know what I wanted to say. I'm not even going to make anything up. That was just too much for too much information at one time. I don't know. But I guess that's the thing. How do you go in public like that? How do you go out in public just looking like an absolute piece of shit? Literally, shit in your pants. Anyway, while we're on the docket of uh, looking like a complete moron, going out in public being a slob, let me just say this. If you have a friend or husband or wife that goes out in public wearing a t-shirt with some kind of inappropriate phrase or image on it, let them know that they look like a douchebag and tell them or hint to them that they need to do something about their their appearance. Because that that kind of action just screams, I think I'm the funniest, coolest guy on the planet when in fact I'm a loser and nobody has told me any different. Please help me. <laughs> I don't know. The white trash you see out there in public is amazing. You know, some things are not to be worn in public unless you don't care that you look like a convict or a pervert or both. You know, shirts with so, uh, with slogans such as uh, I fuck on the first date. I love BJ's. Your mother should have swallowed. You know, something equally as stupid in Little League. You know, that's a, that's a sign of zero class, people. And I know what you're thinking. Who the hell are you to talk to us about class? And what's inappropriate? And to that, I say, shut up and listen. (laughs) I love a good funny t-shirt. But there's a point where it goes too far. And those are they. And I, I even have a couple that aren't that bad. That I just wear around the house. Just for the pure fact that I'd be embarrassed to be out in public. And run into someone I know. Or my wife knows, or one of my kids' teachers. You know, it would be like on the level of getting caught by my mother looking at porn. Pure embarrassment. And that should be enough for you people. But if if it doesn't embarrass you and you don't realize it, therein lies the problem. You know, and I get it. If you're hanging out with friends at your house or their house or anywhere where only other idiots with the same stupid sense of humor are hanging out or whatever, that's one thing. But you show up at some family-oriented public place like, I don't know, Disney World, wearing a gangster-as-fuck t-shirt. Then you have some kind of mental problem. You have some kind of mental problem if you think that's appropriate to wear around where, where you know kids are going to be. What else, what else could it be with the plethora of low-life scumbags out there with no problem wearing shit like that? It has to be a mental problem if you think it's okay for kids to see that. Especially if you have kids with you. Or maybe there's just a good possibility that you're you're an asshole. Either way, you scumbags need to knock it off. I mean, seriously. If you're, it's just, that's just out of line. I mean, what else is this kid seeing at home if mommy has no problem going out in public with a t-shirt that says, your mom should have swallowed? <laughs> you know, what? what else are they seeing at home? If if you think that's okay for your four-year-old kid to be walking around an amusement park with you wearing that shit. Then again, you know, there's way too many people out there that should, repro- <laughs> that should reproduce in the first place. 
So you dipshits out there that think it's cute and funny to wear that shit, you need to stop. You really do. I'm trying to help you. I'm not chastising. I am chastising you. But I'm trying to help, too. I just want you to know that. I'm trying to help. Trying to help make this world a better place. You know, usually I'm a little more excitable on my podcast, but, you know, this kind of shit has me just, (laughs) it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. Where are we as a society where people think that's okay? You know, I have enough problems as a parent without your dumb ass wearing something like that in public where I have to answer the question later of why should mom have swallowed? And to you, I say thank you, you white trash piece of shit for wearing that billboard of what a shit parent is all about. And if you're single and wearing that shit, I'm guessing you either love meth or spend half of your paycheck on truck stop hookers. (laughs) You know, I love a good smart-ass t-shirt. Or something funny written on it. But there is a line that some people just cross. Here's the thing. I don't get out of my house much beyond going to and from work. And the occasional stop off at the liquor store. You know, like normal people. But it seems like every time I do. I see some douche walking around with one of these fucking t-shirts. I know the whole freedom of speech thing. And I'm 100% with that. But at some point, no matter how much of a dirtbag redneck you are, you have to show some some sign of class at some point. I mean, don't you agree? Wouldn't you agree with that? Just, you know... <laughs> just at some point. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and what you're about to put on and go, eh, maybe this is a little too much. Yeah. My family, I went to Disney World last summer and even, even I, Captain Potty Mouth himself, couldn't believe some of the, some full grown people, adults with kids were wearing at Disney, Disney. I know it's hard for some of you people, but, you know, try to be better than that if you're going to go to one of the most famous amusement parks on the planet where you know they'll be seen by every type of person in the planet, in the planet again, in the world, have just a touch of class and skip the I fuck on the first date t-shirt for one day. It really won't kill you. Or is that your game plan? Hey, honey, wouldn't it be funny? Wireless at Dinner World today. Get it? It says fuck on it. <laughs> or you know what? Why don't we get one for little Dale Jr. Jr. over here? That'd be funny as fuck too, where it said fuck on it. <laughs> you piece of trash. Go crawl back under the tree, <laughs> the tree stump you came out from. <laughs> People like you are why everyone. Everyone else on the planet hates Americans <laughs> because people like you. <laughs> Another thing I see that <laughs> there are way too many people these days wandering around in public wearing their damn pajamas. And I really don't understand this fashion statement. I go to the convenience store, idiot in pajamas. I go to the liquor store, there's an idiot in pajamas. Go to the grocery store occasionally, and there's an idiot in pajamas. And 90% of them are women, of course. And I understand that jammies are comfy and whatever, but, you know, put some real clothes on. You look like a mental patient of some kind. You know, going to the end of the store with your hair all wampajaw looking like shit and strolling around in pajamas that smell like you had whore night out last night. And it's just. <laughs> it's not just morning time. I've I've seen this all hours of the day. Do you jackasses not have jobs? Or let me guess, you're a stay-at-home mom, and that's your 
job where you roll out of bed and you sit your fat ass on the couch all day shoving little Debbies and other crap in your fat fucking face while your poor little stupid kid is staring at the TV for hours on end watching God knows what because you aren't paying attention. Probably too busy farting around on Facebook or Insta whore or whatever your damn whatever's on your damn phone. And you do that all day long until your husband comes home to relieve you. And you get out of the house as soon as possible, no matter what you look like or what you smell like. But some damn normal put some damn normal clothes on. At least look like you have some sense, you fucking heifer. Try it. You're a slob. I can't believe you have a husband. I can't believe you have kids. Somebody actually fucked you. And you squirted out a kid. You people have heard of Walmart fee, right? If you haven't, I'll break it down for you. And this is what... This is how the Urban Dictionary describes Walmart feet. (laughs) I don't know why I brought this up or looked it up. Barefoot motherfuckers walking around. One, the type of feet that have a permanent residue on them as if they have been walking through Walmart without shoes on. That's where it got its name. <laughs> Two, a person whose feet are brown and gritty, presumably, <laughs> presumably walking barefoot. The name honors the ill-behaved, shoeless, and generally diapered mud <laughs> rat offspring running around every Walmart on the globe. <laughs> Three, a person who's wearing flip-flops with really dirty feet. That, that's 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 one that shocks me. People who at least have flip-flops on, but they still bottom of their feet are fucking black. fourth uh, entry is a person's feet that have been chemically burned and scarred by the straps uh, of a pair of flip flops from Walmart therefore forever branding their feet with a large capital W I'd never seen that one the burn is an exact placement of the shape where the straps of the flip flop were I've never heard this example before but I get it and I would laugh my ass off now if I see it and then there, the fifth installment was the gross after effect of playing drums without wearing socks or shoes. I've never heard this one before either. Um, I used to be in a band. And I think someone just threw one in there just to say that they did did something and their shit's on the internet. I don't know, because that's stupid as shit. I've never seen that. I don't know any drummer that plays barefoot. But I'm sure there's some out there. Anyway... <clears throat> it's a real thing, and of course it doesn't just apply to Walmart. I'm sure you've seen these people walking around barefoot in random public places where the bottom of their feet are are, are black, even in sandals, flip-flops, or those silly-ass croc things. <laughs> what kind of animal are you if you're walking around anywhere in public without goddamn shoes on other than the damn beach. It's the only place that's acceptable to walk around barefoot in public. Seriously. Have people ever heard of fucking athlete's foot or shit like that? Or just the pure fact that you got to walk in your house at some point. You're just going to walk around with your black feet all over your fucking carpet. Mm. I mean, I can halfway understand running around the corner to a convenience store or something for real quick, you know, get a bag of ice or, or restock on beer or something like that. I'll give that a pass. You know, you're having a pool party. Oh, we're almost out of beer. Oh, we're almost out of ice. Let me go get some blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get that. I give that a pass. But seeing some of you gorilla-toed morons out there just meandering around in a grocery store in restaurants with their bare feet makes me sick to my stomach. Or the nastiest one I've seen was some podunk idiot at a gas station bathroom in bare feet. 
uh, driving on our way to vacation. Stop off, to ref, you know, fill up the car. Everybody take a pit stop. Go get something to gra- grab, something to eat, take a piss. Motherfucker is in line ahead of me going into the bathroom barefoot. What kind of no class sick bastard are you if standing in someone else's piss and toilet water splash all over the damn place with bare feet doesn't bother you? I mean, you really are a demented piece of shit. Just knowing that you're standing in a petri dish of foul, disgusting shit barefoot makes me sick to my stomach. Probably the same sick fuck that works at a Jiffy Lube all day and doesn't have the common courtesy to wash his hands before he goes home and fingers his sister. That's what I'm thinking. You're a sick fuck. And I've seen it everywhere, just like the fools wandering around in pajamas. But this is worse. This is way worse. It's just, it's just fucking how do you go to <laughs> gas station bathroom barefoot oh that's so fucking gross and there's no shower anywhere around so you're getting back in the car hopefully not with other people there oh you foul fuck <laughs> and on top of that there are people and I use that loosely don't seem to have a problem leaving the house smelling like a fucking goat. Hygiene, people. Hygiene. Try it. You know, it takes less than five minutes to stand your nasty ass under falling water and rubbing some soap on your filthy ass. If you're going to leave your house and go out in public, for the love of God, try to smell like you don't live in the, <laughs> in the sheet... <laughs> And the shit heap at the zoo, man. You know, when like the, uh, you know what the smells, what a zoo smells like, that's what you smell like. If you don't bathe for a few days at a time, that's what this, you know, fucking elephant shit smells better at some point. Bathe for Christ's sakes. Bathe. Especially if you're going someplace where people are buying food. And or about to eat. There's more. There's not much more disgusting than waiting for a seat at a restaurant. No matter how classless the place is. And catching a whiff of someone's back ass while you're about to go get your grub on. You know, standing in line. Waiting for a table. Or waiting by the bar. And someone walks past you and you get that wind. And that whiff just hits you. Whole time you're thinking about, man, I haven't eaten anything all day. I can't wait to get this big ass hamburger or the steak, and then some fucker with Bobo walks past you. Kill him. Kill that person. I mean, if I were a host of a restaurant and somebody walked in stinking, I'd say, You got to get out. You got to go. You stink. Or you can, I'll sit you in the far corner over there by the restrooms. But please don't don't get up unless you're leaving. Uh, you know, use a little deodorant at least. Try to hide it. You know, something body spray, some something gasoline. Try to at least fucking hide it. Mm. You know. Use some deodorant. And you know what? Try some toothpaste too, you yuck mouth half-wit. How in the hell do people go out in public like this? Where there's just a cloud of shit funk following them around all the time. And I don't want to hear that bullshit. Some people can't help it. Or some people can't afford to buy the products they need. So they don't smell like that. Fair enough. I get it. I'm sure there's people out there that can help it or maybe can't afford it. But that is a very small percentage of the population. But. The goddamn pajama wearing barefoot smelly cunt yapping on her iPhone. 
while pushing a basket around Walmart with a small TV, some flip-flops they're never going to wear, a case of Natty Light, and 10 bags of Cheetos sure as hell can. Fuck you. Hey, honey. Why don't you walk your ass down the soap aisle and see what grabs your attention? Don't be scared. People do do it. Give it a shot. Soap. Try it. Mm. Let me be really clear on something with today's class. I'm not bad-mouthing one. (laughs) Bad-mouthing anyone over their sense of style unless your style is offensive to the senses such as smell and sight. Have a little class. Little class. Today's class is on having a little class. Just a little bit. A little bit. Here are a few tips for some of you smelly fucks. Maintain a daily hygiene schedule, meaning take a bath or a shower and clean thoroughly with soap. This includes your feet. Brush your teeth. Floss. Get dental checkups. That one's optional. At least attempt it. Brush your teeth. Let's start with that. Let's start with the basics. Brush them with toothpaste. Don't just wave it under the fucking faucet and just rub it around in your gritty mouth. Or or just stay home. Don't interact with anybody. (laughs) Try to wear clean clothes if possible. And if you don't have class enough to know the difference between an appropriate and inappropriate t-shirt, then please don't have children and stop fucking. I mean, seriously. What is going on in, on this fucking rock we call Earth? <laughs> I just can't believe it. And... God, there's some nasty motherfuckers out there. I just couldn't believe, going back to the whole Disney World thing, there are so many low-class fuckers. Or even if you go to, you know, like, um, if you're a kid or you have a, or you know how some people who do have kids, if you don't have kids, they, uh, but their kids in, you know, sports, you know, the little league sports and shit like that. There's always one parent. There's always one parent that looks like absolute shit. Or wears something inappropriate. How? <laughs> I just don't understand it. But, you know, in the end of the day, who am I to say anything? I'm just trying to make the world a better place, giving you tips. I'm trying to, tips, tips, trying to help you people. That's what this, that's what this podcast is all about. It's lessons and shit not to do. To make the world a better place. (laughs) If you want to be a smelly turd in public, or look like a degenerate, I suppose that's your, you know, that's your prerogative. But don't say a damn thing when people stare at you or move away from you. Or your friends stop calling if you have friends. Oh, God. Just, I'm just thinking, I'm just mentally going through my brain right now. Some of the shit I've seen in the last six months. What is with the pajama wearing motherfuckers? I don't, is that a style I've seen teenage girls get it, and I get it, and you're trying to be cute or whatever, but a fucking adult, you're an adult. You're dragging your kid around the store, telling your kid not to do this or that, and yelling at him while you're in fucking pajamas in public. And you stink. You smell like shit. You're just trash. Do something about it. For the love of God, do something about it. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of 
I'm not very excitable today. Just um, been one of those days, man. Fuck. You know, and I'm reading over my notes and some of the shit I've seen in the last few months, and just, just it just blows my mind. I think I took a few few pictures with my cell phone, which old phone recently died. The one I had with me in Florida, and just some of the shit I saw in Disneyland. I got some good horrible tattoos that I saved. You know, going to Disneyland is not a cheap excursion. So having money does not equal class. That's for damn sure. Excuse me. Well, at least to me, it's not cheap. Uh, I've, I've, I've talked to parents that do it every fucking summer. How? Even if you have money, why? <laughs> That's like a once every five, ten year thing for me. Mm-mm. I did, you know, you have a large gathering of that's supposedly family oriented. You're gonna just the amount of white trash, not nah, the amount of trash. I don't mean to say white trash, just all races and colors. Low life scumbags have no color. <laughs> it's fucking mind boggling. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the end of today's class. I'm going a little slower than usual. I'm trying to be calm. Man, like I was saying though, I've had a hell of a day. Wouldn't say it sucks. I at least have a job. Try to have that kind of outlook on it. And this is podcast, the second podcast in a row that I have done with no alcohol in my system. Thank you. Thank you for congratulating me. And I hear all the applause. Ugh. Trying to only <clears throat> drink on weekends. I've given up hard liquor, period. Um,. I have grown accustomed to drinking coffee at odd hours of the day, though. I'm just going to stick with beer. I have to do that because I make my own beer, so. Uh, I'm going to make some this weekend because my last batch sucked. Um, Let's see. And it's not because I think I'm an alcoholic. It's health reasons. I'm getting too fat. You know, I started looking at dietary plans not really plans but you know man it's not so much the alcohol is bad for you it's the shit you chase it with like rum and coke and I like black rum so that's a little sugar sugarier than most I'm sure mm. boy I could have used a beer after work today just fucking pounded it down and thrown the beer bottle at somebody's face. Anyway, I'm probably going to tie one on this weekend. I really can't wait. I need a good fucking fat beer. Whoa, hang on. Sorry about that. And something started flipping out on my... I thought it was the cable. It wasn't. You probably hear my level. It might be a little hotter. I started just flipping all kind of shit and thumping it and just twisting. My poor little recorder is about to fucking die. I've had this thing for years, long before I even thought about having a, before I knew what a podcast was. Back when I thought I'd start recording my own music and shit and realized I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Hopefully here soon I'm going to have some intro music. I've been writing a few things and whatnot. Whatever. Anyway, this thing started humming. I thought it was a fucking cord. thought it was the mic. Started pushing shit. Popping shit. 
I'm hitting the mic. Making all kind of racket. Oh. Anyway, where was I? All right. Anyway, yeah, like I said, where was I? Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Let's uh, let's move on to somewhat current stupid events, all right? <clears throat> and I'm sure all of you have heard this by now. And I'm sure you've heard other podcasts talk about it, too, or news people or whatever. Well, I'm going to talk about it also. The condom challenge is getting teens to snort open... <laughs> This is from Newsweek. Uh, Title of the story, The Condom Challenge is Getting Teens to Snort Open Rubbers Up Their Nose. God damn. What is the world coming to? Seriously. This is by Dana Dovey on 331.18. Um, from Newsweek, I'll have the link on the website. The Colin, <laughs> I like how they they uh, what's it called? They uh, capitalize this like it's a fucking sports team. The condom challenge is the latest dangerous teen trend that is hopefully not sweeping the nation. It it already is. I've seen a few videos. The challenge involves inhaling an unwrapped condom through your nose and pulling it through your throat. Why would you... Why would you do that? Fucking rubbers, they smell like shit. It's... Like many questionable young trends, the condom challenge isn't new, but rather a resurgence of something bored teens have been doing for years. Typing the condom challenge into YouTube, you will leave uh, will leave you with an array of videos from young people snorting condoms up their nose. God damn, the condom challenge was just was just one of many dangerous teen trends that parents were taught of in a new San Antonio class for parents who want to better understand what their kids are doing behind closed doors. There are all kinds of drugs and kids are clever. So it's just really what are your kids doing? That's what we try to share, said Stephen. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stop right here. It's You know, I, I reread these stories every podcast. And I know America is um, a melting pot for all kinds of people from different places all over the world. But why do I always find the stories with fucking last names I can't fucking pronounce? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm the dumbass. That's what it is. I'm just a fucking dumbass. They're all kind of drugs and kids are clever. So it's just really what your kids are doing. That's what we try to share, said Stephen Enriquez, Enriquez, a state education specialist. According to him, social media and the need for like views and subscribers is helping drive. There you go. That's, that's the thing. According to Enriquez, social media and the need for likes, views, and subscribers is helping drive the trend. Yeah, it's basically what is the most moronic thing I can do on YouTube and have eight million clicks or eight million likes and and all this shit. Look at me, look at me, I'll do dumb shit. It was a fucking what was it a, a couple of months ago? The Tide Pod Challenge. What kind of fucking idiot are you eating that shit? Now you're snorting rubbers up your fucking nose. You're fucking. What are you thinking? Can you find something a little better than a rubber if you're going to do shit like that? Like string? I don't know. Or how about don't snort shit up your nose, moron? I'll continue. As graphic as it is, we have to show parents because teens are going online looking for challenges and recreating them. See, that's that's what social media has done to our... 
fucking society. Everybody wants to be famous for something. Everybody wants that gratification that so many people saw you and and every I, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. I really don't. Snorting a condom isn't just painful, it's dangerous. Twelve News Arizona reported God boy, I just screwed talking that or reading that out. The nose is the opening to the airwaves. Really? And there's always a risk that when you snort the condom, it won't just come out of your mouth, but it may get inhaled to your lungs. That that's see, that's a fucking rubber in your lungs. Fucking moron. In one case, a twenty seven <clears throat> excuse me. In one case, a twenty seven woman accidentally I'm I think I meant to say a 27-year-old woman accidentally inhaled a common during oral sex and experienced a persistent cough and fever for six months before her doctor, doctors identified the source of her problems. Now, how do you go six months? First of all, how do you not know that you inhaled a rubber? And if you did, it's probably why you're having coughing problems and whatnot, right? You would think. <laughs> For some reason, after I sucked that guy's dick, <laughs> I started coughing all the time. And I got fevers. What could it be? And you probably didn't own it up, own up to the doctor. Because you know, that would be embarrassing. I get it. Sucked a dick. Dude had a rubber on. Sucking the hell out of it. <laughs> right down the fucking esophagus. Mm. That's just... I, I'm just disgusting on so many levels. Mm. But it's kind of funny too, I think. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right, here we go. Here's another one that's fairly stupid, but yeah, it's pretty fucking dumb. ABC News. uh, Let's see. Florida man faces charges after being bitten, attempting to kiss venomous snake. Mm. (laughs) If uh, if I got any, uh, any of you listeners that have been following me, I had a few stories earlier episodes about motherfuckers trying to kiss snakes and get them zapped. And they all seem to come from Florida. No, not all of them. Florida man <clears throat> was bitten in the face by a venomous snake after trying to kiss it. Authorities told ABC Tampa affiliate WFTS dash TV. Austin Hatfield, 18 told his friends he took a liking to the snake and decided to keep it as a pet. Uh, that's what the mother said. It was a cotton mouse snake, four foot long. Uh, he pulled it out of a pillowcase and laid it on his chest and ended up striking him in the face. <laughs> that's got to hurt like holy fuck. <laughs> the teenager who was reported, reportedly in critical condition in Tampa General uh, did not immediately respond to ABC News' request for comment. What's he going to say? I didn't end up kissing that snake. No. Bit my face. Because I'm fucking dumb. Family members reportedly killed the reptile and brought it to the hospital. Cottonmouths, also known as water moccasins, are a common snake in the southeast, according to whoever the fuck this is. The curator of reptiles at wherever the fuck this is. Mm. This person said that uh, about 3,500 people in the United States are bitten each year by venomous snakes, leading to as many as four fatalities. About 70% of the victims are men between ages 16 and 25, and alcohol is usually involved. No shit. Or just plain fucking ignorance. 
In the face. Mm, right in the face. Cottonmouth bites are rarely deadly, but are among the most excruciating, painful snake bites. Their venom attacks the red, their venom attacks the red blood cells, causing an immediate burning sensation, swelling, and redness. If 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 improperly treated, excuse me, a bite can lead to uh, permanent damage of the nerves, kidneys, and heart. Not to mention it hurts like a motherfucker, I'm sure. Anyway, here's uh, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is investigating the incident because dumbass allegedly did not have a permit to have the snake. So he faces possible charges for being a jackass. (laughs) Florida requires 1,000 hours of training under the guidance of a licensed expert in order to obtain a permit to handle poisonous snakes. (laughs) That's funny as shit. Charge that motherfucker. Make him feel dumb the rest of his life. (laughs) And here's another one. This one is a couple weeks old, but I still find it funny. I meant to actually add this last week or the week before or whatever, but I found funnier stories. At least they were funnier to me. This is um, this is from WNEP.com, whatever the fuck that is. I'll have it posted on the website, maybe, if I feel like getting around to it. And you heard about this idiot <clears throat> arming his kids. With uh, buckets of rocks in case a a school shooter comes in. Yeah. I I guess it's better than nothing. Uh, Superintendent says students are armed with rocks in case of a school shooter. Mm -mm -mm. Shoykill County, Pennsylvania. Is that right? Uh, Let's see. Oh, that's a good way to start. There's a rocky controversy when it comes to the school safety and blah, blah, blah. That's funny. Can you be a little more creative than that? Uh, the superintendent of the Blue Mountain School District is in the spotlight after telling lawmakers in Harrisburg that uh, his students protect themselves against potential school shooters with rocks. Hmm. Okay. Every classroom has been equipped with a five-gallon bucket of Riverstone. If an armed intruder attempts to gain entrance into any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks, and they will be stoned, said Dr. David Helsel. How do you pronounce that fucking name? H-E-L-S-E-L. That was Dr. That was the doctor's... uh, that was him testifying to the House Education Committee last week in Harrisburg, which wasn't really last week. The superintendent of Blue Mountain School District was explaining his unconventional form of protecting the students in the schools in an event and an active shooter situation. Give them rocks. At one time, I just had the idea of Riverstone. They're they're the right size for hands. You can throw them very, very hard, and they will create and cause pain, which can distract. That was a quote. Probably didn't sound like that, but I don't know. It, it, may, it sounds better like that. Uh, Helsel says teachers, staff, and students were given active shooter training through a program known as ALICE, which stands for Alert, Lockdown, Inform, Counter, Evacuate. Cute. And they routinely hold evacuation drills for active shooter situations. But if a teacher decides to lock down a classroom, there are rocks in five-gallon buckets kept in every classroom closet, and students can throw it if shooter uh, if the shooter gets inside. Still, says the rocks are seen as a last resort. We have devices installed in our doors that uh, help to secure them to make it very difficult to break through. 
We also have uh, we train kids and talk about barricading the doors with each other's bodies. He didn't really say that. A teenager who is a senior at Blue Mountain High School says he and the other students like the plan. It matters because <laughs> I'm going to stop with the voices and I'm going to end the story right here. <laughs> no, then he says it matters because it will help protect the schools. Anything helps. Rocks are better than books and pencils. Parents agree as well. At this point, we have to get creative. We have to protect our kids first and foremost. Throwing rocks, it's an option. Hmm. But not everyone thinks this is a particular practical line of defense. <laughs> you know, all right, here one college student said, I think that's rather comical. It's kind of funny. Okay. Well, thank you. It's absurd. Arm the teachers, said a parent. Uh, Helsel said the district has no plans to arm teachers. However, Blue Mountain does have a maintenance employee who is trained and certified to work as a school security guard and work as school security and is armed. And the district plans to have more support staff get the same training to act. Security. Whatever. Well, I guess rocks are better than nothing. Yes. Uh, not letting motherfuckers in with guns would be first and foremost. Um, I don't know. I guess it's better than nothing. Fuck, I, I want something. Yeah, it's just it's just a sick fucking world we live in. We're, this is a problem. This is actually a problem and is actually being discussed. Whichever way you look at it, arm the teachers, don't arm the teachers, uh, gun laws, whatever. Fucked up world we live in. Constantly, we're constantly dealing with stupidity. We are constantly dealing with stupidity. Amazing. It's just amazing. We haven't we haven't just blown the planet up yet. It's much dumb shit that goes on on a regular basis. And I'm not calling this stupid. I'm just the, the pure fact that this is something we have to worry about is just fucking ignorant. You know, today's, um, I'm recording this, um, what is it today? Wednesday on the 4th, April 4th, 2018. What was it, yesterday or just the day before that fucking person went nuts at YouTube headquarters and whatever? You know, here, here's my thing. You got a problem with some somebody. This is the way, of course, I'm older than, I'm older than kids in school now. And the world's completely different than it was 20 years ago or maybe longer. I'm not saying, but if you can't whoop somebody's ass, if you have a problem with somebody, I don't give a shit if it's a teacher or another student or whatever, you, what is going through somebody's head where they want to kill them? You know, if you really have a problem with somebody, fight them. This fight. Don't be a pussy and pull out a gun. Or a weapon of any kind. I mean, fucking chair is kind of cool. But don't kill them. You know what? It's better if somebody knows not to fuck with you again. Don't kill them. It's stupid. If you whoop somebody's ass, they'll stop fucking with you. It's easy as that. I better not fuck with... John over there, he kicked the shit out of me last time I did. I'll, I'll stop picking on him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting into that bullshit. I got more fucked up views than people realize. I'm just not going to promote them. <laughs> Maybe they're not that fucked up. I just... The world's gone fucking berserk. 
The world has absolutely gone berserk, and we're all living in it and just waiting for it to explode. Unbelievable. But anyway, I like the whole rock plan, I guess. You know, if they're... <laughs> you're going to use that as a line of defense. Fucking, let's train them to be pitchers, too. They can all have scholarships. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, I didn't mean to bring that down. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Ooh, I did want to make a, a uh, tell you guys about a um, documentary I saw the other night. Uh, let it. It's on Netflix. I don't know where else you can find it. I'm sure it's on other ones. Let it fall. Uh, Los Angeles, 1982 to 1992 great documentary um anybody was alive back then you know the whole rodney king thing and the and the riots and all that shit it broke it down from you know how the cops were all the way from 82 to 92 and it was just fucked up fucked up you know you know back then i didn't pay much attention to it because you know Los Angeles was way far away. Didn't have anything to worry about. And I remember seeing the whole Rodney King thing. And I hadn't seen that footage in fucking at least 15 years. And man, I forgot how bad they whooped that dude. They beat the fuck out of that dude. I don't know. And just hearing the, the cop's justification on it. Just fucking dumb. <laughs> just fucking dumb and then you know <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil everything in case you don't know anything about the uh, in case you're <clears throat> you were too young to know all that stuff but it's definitely worth watching um, how things were back then and I don't know if they've gotten better or not probably have I mean you know how many times did that shit happen? This is back when video cameras were VHS and you had to wear them on your, I don't remember them being handheld at that point yet. You had to wear them on like your shoulder. If I'm not mistaken, maybe they were handheld if you had the money, but crappy ass VHS or whatever, you know, you didn't have cell phones like that back then. So I guess, I don't know. You just got to watch it. I highly recommend it. Um, you know, like I said, seeing the Rodney King uh, footage again and the trial, the all the bullshit they went through. And, you know, I remember back then, I used to have a way different view on it. And I was like, yeah, man, he deserved to get the shit beat out of him and all that. You know, because I was like 20 at the time, 20-something. I was a fucking moron. Kids are, you know, you're still a kid when you're in your 20s. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. At least until you're 26 or 27. You're fucking, you're still a kid. And your brain isn't fully functioning yet. And you, you think you know everything. You don't know shit. And I fell for the bullshit. You know, the cop, I remember distinctly back then, I fell for the bullshit. You know, he was resisting and all that. Well, at some point when you're getting your ass whooped, you got to try something to get them to stop, I guess. I don't know. But you know, now, I'm much older and wiser these days. Boy, that was a fucked up situation. But this documentary also shows, you know, how many times did that happen to, happen to somebody in L.A. that just didn't get filmed? You got to think back then, how much was a VCR or a camcorder back then? Um, mm, wow, I can't spell worth fuck. Mm-hmm. How much was one? Wow. Ba, ba, ba. 
okay. Well, this isn't helpful. Mm. Hang on. All right, sorry about that. I had to, I didn't want y'all to have to wait while I took my time trying to Google shit. All right, so let's say back in 1987. That's really the, I didn't feel like digging forever for $19.92. But uh, let's see, in 1987, found a website that says, of the 58 camcorders featured, the average price was a whopping $1,646 for a camcorder. That was state-of-the-art shit then. So $1,646 in $2018, that means this piece of shit costs you, if you went to go buy one today, $3,607.74, the average price. So not bad everybody had one back then. I don't know what the what, what topic I was on. But anyway, so just seeing the riots through uh, normal people's eyes are other than the news, they had uh, some footage of people walking around with camcorders and shit like that. And uh, I don't know. Just watch it. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> I think it's worth a good uh, hour and a half or whatever. Um. Okay. To wrap up this podcast, I'm going to read just a couple of uh, facts from this book again. Just because I thought they were interesting, because we were on the topics of horrible parents earlier. Uh, Florida mother was busted for felony child abuse in August 2013 after biting her 16-year-old daughter's right breast in the nipple area during a fight over Social Security benefits for her daughter's newborn baby. This is the world we live in. And that was back in 2013. Shit ain't getting better. Uh, in 2012, a Florida mother was arrested for child abuse and contributing to the delinquency of a minor after police saw a Facebook video of a woman encouraging her teenage daughter during an after-school fight instead of stopping the altercation. It's a fact. Mm, 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 let's see. March of 2014, a Maryland grandmother was arrested while trying to steal a teacher's wallet as she visited her grandchild's elementary school for a morning assembly. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. Thanks, Granny. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Police were summoned to a 2013 Easter egg hunt at Woodland Park Zoo in Seattle when one woman reportedly pushed a child aside as her own child scrambled towards some brightly colored eggs. The two mothers began fighting, leaving one woman with a bloody nose. That's fucking awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. A new father in China filed for a divorce in 2012 after his wife gave birth to what he considered to be an ugly child. He later sued his ex for misrepresenting her contribution of the gene pool when he found out she had extensive plastic surgery. A judge ruled in the man's favor and awarded him $120,000 in damages. That's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. An Arizona mother was arrested in 2013 after giving beer to her two-year-old son at a pizza parlor after the toddler <laughs> after the toddler fell out of his high chair. A witness called police and reported the incident. <laughs> There's some real facts of great parents right there. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> You misrepresented your part of the gene pool. I've got an ugly kid now. You're gone, bitch. You're gone, bitch. Give me $120,000. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up right there. I babbled way too much. Uh, let's see. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity. Um, <clears throat> please don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. And I know everyone out there know someone that would like to hear or needs to hear this episode so please share it i'm begging you get the word out i'm right i'm right on all these topics i talked about 
Mm-mm-mm. We got to stop it, man. We're dealing with stupidity on a regular basis. And the shit's got to stop. Stop it. You fucking weirdo fucking parents out there. And you pajama wearing motherfuckers that think that's okay. Wipe your ass. Put on some clean fucking clothes. Fake it, man. Just, you know, just once over with some fucking deodorant. I don't give a shit. Be good. And stop wearing fucking tacky ass t-shirts out in fucking public. Especially where kids are going to be. Have some fucking sense. I'll fuck on the first date. You're not funny. It's stupid. Remember that. Again, thank you for listening. Have a great week, everybody. See you later.